Hi everyone, hope you're all well. I wanted to introduce you to a small series that I am putting out on all of my social medias, including this podcast. Now this is my top 20 practical property management tips and systems that you can put into place into your business to help you save money and of course to help you save time. Now I've published this on my YouTube channel but I want to put it out here on the podcast as well because I think it's really informative and everyone that's listening will gain some massive benefit. So this is going to be part one of the series which I'll be delivering over the next four weeks. So sit back, grab a brew and enjoy. Hi everybody and welcome back to my channel. Please don't forget to hit that subscribe button if you like my content. So my name is Rick Gannon. I'm a full-time property investor based in the UK and I invest in specifically HMO properties in and around the Worcestershire area. So I wanted to do something a little bit different and I'm going to do a series of five videos and each video is going to contain my top five tips on how you can be better at what you do and how you can invest better in your portfolio. Now you might know some of these things already and you might not, but just stick around because I've got some really practical cost-saving and time-saving tips for you. Now, if you want to get the whole series, you must click on that subscribe button so you are notified every time I release my top five tips. Okay, let's do this. So my top tip number one is take your rent payments on the first of the month by standing order. What does all of that mean? So. When a tenant comes to you, generally they'll ask you if they can pay on the 14th, 28th, 30th, and everything in between. Now, if you allow them to do that, it just means that you're going to be chasing rent every single day. So if you take all of your rents on the same day, it just means you have to do it once. It's really simple, isn't it? So just one payment on the first of the month. Now, if they move in halfway through the month, then we just take a pro rata payment. So if they move in on the, let's say the 14th, we'll take two weeks rent, and then on the first of the month, they will need to pay again. It just makes life so much easier. Now we take our rents on standing order. And we do that because, first of all, standing order is free, doesn't cost us anything, and it means that most of the time, the rent should be in by around about 6 a.m. on the rent day that they are due. So it's all done. So literally, when we come into the office at 9 a.m., we can check the bank accounts and all of the rents should be in. Now, we don't have any arrears at the moment, cross fingers. We've, we, you know, we've had one because of coronavirus. That's now bang up to date. And it's not something that we've ever struggled with because of the systems that we've got in place. So that's top tip number one. Make sure you get your rents on the first of the month. Top tip number two, maintenance. What is your maintenance policy? Please don't let it be you. If you're doing the maintenance, then all you will be doing is maintenance. All you'll be doing is going to your property portfolio and sorting out the maintenance and being that landlord on the tools. You know, that landlord that's got the plunger in the back of his car and all you're doing is going around fixing things. Now, I've got a really, really simple tip for you about maintenance. Why don't you go and buy 
I call it a burner phone. Go and buy a phone from Carphone Warehouse and go online in your local area and search for property maintenance people. Give them a call and ask them if they would be prepared to hold your phone and take calls directly from your tenants when it comes to emergency maintenance and repairs. Now they're going to say yes. So then you've got yourself a maintenance person and you can give the number for the burner phone directly to your tenants when they check in. Now this takes you out of the equation completely. Now we've been operating a system like this for years. It's absolutely 100% brilliant. Now why do we give them our own phone? Well, simply because if the maintenance person goes off sick, goes on holiday or even leaves, then all you have to do is take the phone off them. And for that period of time, you could do it yourself or you could just hand it over to somebody else to do it on your behalf. It's really foolproof. Now you need to agree a payment system. You need to agree how much um, they can spend on jobs. So you can say, for example, we'll give you a limit of 200 pounds. Anything over that you need to tell us. And they must log every maintenance call as well because we need to make sure that we've got a record if we are ever challenged with the HMO management regulations. But really, honestly, if I could give you one massive tip, that would be it. This will take away all of your maintenance issues. And then once a month, you can have a conversation with your maintenance engineer and just go through any issues, any outstanding problems, and of course, pay them their bill. So that's tip number two. Tip number three. Now, we personally don't take deposits. That's our choice. Now, I've done a separate video on that. Check it out. I'll put the link up here somewhere. We don't take deposits. That's our choice. But that does mean that sometimes um, we might get some damage to things like mattresses. So my top tip number three is to make sure that on every check-in, on every new tenant, that you put a new mattress protector on the bed and photograph the bed Make sure that the tenant agrees that if there's any damage to the mattress, they will have to pay for it away from their current contract and their current obligations. Now, if you do take deposits, then your mattress will be covered anyway. But always use a good quality mattress protector that's quilted rather than the plastic backed ones because they're really uncomfortable and your tenants will take those off. So that's my top tip number three. My tip number four, always make sure that you install some kind of locking mechanism on your bedroom door that does not allow the tenant to lock themselves out. Now, for fire regulations and for most HMO management regulations, you'll have to have some form of, we call it a Euro thumb turn lock on the inside of the door, but you can still get Yale locks now, do you remember Yale locks? I'll put a picture here. Now, these are Yale locks, and these are the, they're just awful, and there are loads of properties out there still with these locking mechanisms. And what happens usually with the Yale lock is when the door closes, the, the tenant just locks themselves out completely. So I would recommend that if you've got a Yale locking mechanism in your HMO property, maybe you've taken it on a rent-to-rent -rent or a lease option, it's already there, you can't afford to change it, you can actually get an attachment now called a roller bolt night latch. 
that goes on to a Yale lock that prevents the tenant from locking themselves out. Because one of the biggest call outs, and even now one of our biggest call outs, are tenants locking themselves out of their room. So if you can take the Yale lock off, just put a normal standard thumb turn lock in. That would be a great idea. If you can't, then replace your current Yale lock with a roller bolt night latch system. Number five, I think really this should probably feature at number one. And this is the first thing that we do when we take over a property, whether we're buying, whether we're renting, whether we're leasing, we always install a key safe. We have one key safe outside and we have several key safes inside the property, usually in the cellar or under the stairs for each of the tenant's bedrooms. Now you must make sure that your key safe is approved by your insurance provider. So always ask your insurance broker which key safe that you can use. Now the key safes that we use, we have one key outside the main door of the property and that allows us to get in of course and one key for each bedroom in a separate key box under the stairs. Now these keys are not for the tenants they're for us and why do we do keys versus master lock systems? Well you know the master lock or the master systems are really expensive and you still have to go to the property to give somebody a key to let them in. Well with a key box all you have to do if there's an emergency repair is literally give the code over the phone to your team, to your emergency person, your gas safety engineer, and they can get access to the property. When they're in the property, they can get access to every room in an emergency because the keys are all there. So this is not designed for the tenants. However, if, or I should say when, the tenants lock themselves out of the property, then you are going to thank me 100%. Because you might get a call at 11 o'clock at night on a Sunday, you may have had a glass of wine, and the tenant will be, I've locked myself out, or I've lost my keys. All you have to do is give them the key safe number to their key safe, and bang, they're straight back in the property. Now that allows you then the next day to go around and change the code on the lockbox for when it happens again. Now I can guarantee that this is going to save you a huge amount of time and it probably should feature a number one. So that's my top tip number five for this series is get yourself a lockbox. Do make sure that you check with your insurance company that they are approved. So that's my top five tips part one. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to make sure you don't miss part two. I'll be back here shortly to share my next set of top five property management tips.